What's up guys and gals? This is your captain speaking and welcome to episode six. Six. I thought you were gonna chime into that. Like I actually <laughs> I actually thought you were gonna find a way to chime you, in to be like six 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 so if you see the live recording of this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we are both Catholic and I'm blessing you right now for this podcast episode. But you know what? I usually at some point, I, I thought that I was going to have my own little monologue before I introduce everybody. But ever since Ep- Trent's episode, which was episode two, he just did his own little thing. And then now, like, you know, there is no more monologue of mine. My Wait, friends, so did you have my like friends, had sung, my friends, had sung, well, I didn't have a monologue plan, but a lot of my friends just happened to either laugh or just cough or say something. So now like it, it, it's a, it's just a whole game of, are my friends going to interrupt me when I talk in the very beginning kind of thing. <laughs> and then this time, like I, 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 I like low key expected you to hop on that because you know, whenever we do go out together, you usually just hop on, <laughs> yeah, you just hop key. on and like add into like whatever, like kind of inside joke that I have. But um, you know, anyways, Back to, the, you know, I, I, guess the, I, guess the more, I guess the more formal portion of this episode, our next guest, <laughs> our next guest and I had a class together my sophomore year and, you yeah. know, we didn't, we did not say one word to each other, really. Um, we, we, we sat noticed, opposite sides, though. Yeah, we sat opposite sides. We acknowledge each other's presence. Um, turn, that class is a piece of shit. I ended up dropping out of that class. At some point, you pro- at some point, this guy was probably wondering what happened to me. I switched to public health best decision i've ever made in my life okay. while he uh, like you know just le- went to go live like larry continued on with physiology and then you know now he's now he's back home um every single time this guy and i go out it's always like fucking it's an understatement to say that it's a it's a it's a ball so i would so um to my friends and to my listeners i would like to welcome brandon everisto baby Hello, hello. Hello, Captain Gameday. Thank you for having me on here. You know, it's finally happening, man. You know, yeah, I know. This is like, um, it's like that one feature on the album you never thought you were going to get. And it like finally, finally shows up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the, that's the, that's the funny thing too, because, um, and the first thing that I'm actually going to mention is that of all the people who really loved my alias, it is Brandon. Oh, um, I love that shit. So would you like to, um, tell everybody what is it about like Captain Game Day that I guess Ooh. you know makes you feel a certain way. <laughs> wow! All right, put me on the spot already. All right, I mean, I, um, I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this may be off the top, but honestly, so just to go back, like what he touched on previously, so I knew of Adrian back in his sophomore year, my junior year. We had like the class together and whatnot. Right. And I recognized him, you know, because. We actually have a mutual friend. His name's Chris Aguilar, who was a Tyler. previous who was a previous guest of this yes, pod. Yes, yes, previous yes. Guest of this or pod. or uh, Tyler, as we like to call him. You know who it is but, <laughs> the creator. So yes. I knew, so uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I knew Adrian through Chris, but obviously, you know, when you're in college, you or just in general, you just like know mutual people. And I like saw Adrian like oftentimes in a story or like he'd, you know, be around when I was like around through parties and whatnot. But eventually what happened was, is that 
Chris wanted to throw a party at my place. I believe it was my fourth year. Was it was your it was your junior year, right? When we had yeah. that yeah office party. Yeah. Oh so, man, that was oh that yes, was so yes, much yeah. fun. Uh, we are so proud of that. We are so proud of that party. Like to those listening, and you went to that party, like slide into both oh, our DMs just to was... like remind us of how good that party was because it was amazing. Like it, it was a Dude, great, it was great, great, great party. We'll talk about honestly, that later on, but yeah, honestly, yeah, we'll touch base on that. But yeah, yeah so for sure. <laughs> he was Adrian was one of the hosts that he wanted to throw this party. I don't know what the whole backstory was at the time because obviously I didn't know him that well. Right. So Chris, myself. Um, Adrian and then my friend Taylor, we all throw this party, blah, 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 and <laughs> go successful, whatever. We'll talk about it later. And <laughs> a couple months down the line, I think it was over summer, and he just randomly hit me up out of the blue. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm not doing anything. So we went out and eventually we got close. So obviously yeah. we go start going to the bars and whatnot. But I started to find out about his, I guess, other alias, you know, how Future has, like, Pluto or, like, Eminem has, like, Slim Shady, like, Adrian Sybil is, like, alias or, no, it's not alias, what the fuck this term is called? Um, stage name. Stage name, yes, uh, is Captain Game Day. And one of the things I, like, like about Captain Game, Game Day is that, <laughs> you know, he's just so free, like, you know, once he gets into Astro World and he's really, like, <laughs> out there, like... He's just a really fun guy to be around, like, always, like, trying to go to different bars, talk to different people, you know, get involved in anything, whether it be dancing or socializing. Oh, and even though it's, like, Crash 99 at dancing, like, you know how bad I am. Who cares about it? Who cares I know, about I mean, it? Now, now I don't, like, it, but the moment, you you know that the moment I ever had, like, some sort of microphone, like, I'd probably, it's all gas, no brakes for me, but. Oh, you know. of course, man. <laughs> but no, 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 continue, like continue. Really, continue. Yeah, that's what I really like about Captain Gamma. It's, like, the free-spirited. <laughs> you know free-spirited adrian when it comes to partying and i think that's like what i think everyone should aspire to be especially when the partying obviously have restrictions not don't you know be super free where you're doing fucking coke in the back of like illegal <laughs> pizza or some shit like that but someone who's like really just there and what makes it even better is that although like you're free as captain game day you really embrace like your friends that are with you whether it be you know, Trent or Callie or myself. And you always try to bring bring groups together, which is like super, super critical. And one of the things I've noticed when I was in college is sometimes when you go out with your friends, like they won't click that well or they won't try to like intermingle. Right. And and as like you being Captain Gamer, you really push to be like, oh, like here's Trent, like here's Callie, like blah, 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 like, and really just bring every, everyone together. And that's what I really, really enjoy. Oh, wow. They actually came back right now. Dude, that's a – dude, I mean, look, the, the, the funny thing, though, is that um, Captain Game Day or, like, whatever – like, me when I'm drunk. Let's just, like – let's just come yeah. to that shit. Like, me when I'm drunk. I – everyone always tells me, you need to turn your brain off sometimes. And like, that is one of the only, even though that's like, it's like not good. I don't, I don't like encourage you guys to, you know, turn your brain off by going party crazy. Like I did. And like all of us did in college, but that's the interesting thing. And Brandon touched a point that I have always struggled with. Um, It was combining friends. And for some reason, whenever I, whenever I go out in the club and then um, I'm drunk with all my friends and then I run into everybody and include them. I'm not typically like that when, 
you know, on a normal day because I know that every single one of my whoa baby right there. Oh that, yeah, sorry. About and that. this was Why brought so... and this was brought to you by Huggies. Yeah. <laughs> so a slight tangent for um, everybody. Like this is like oh, a big tangent. So I'm at home right now, back in Illinois. I'm in the kitchen, obviously with my family and whatnot. So my sister has um, a baby, and that's my niece. So you know they just got back from a restaurant. So throughout this pod, throughout this episode, there might be like random like voices <laughs> off my end, whether it be like the baby or my sister or like other family members. Have a good night. Um, and yeah, that's something you're gonna expect throughout this episode on my end. So and then I mean, yeah, you, you also know like the format of my of my pods. Like I tend to do like some sort of uh mock ad um yeah so let like consider every sort of interruption like family you know friendly fire whatever you call it interruption as the mock ad i i don't have i don't have any ads for actually the only ad i have is that i've been getting so many bug bites out here so man that gold bond stuff works amazing <laughs> so there you go guys um there, there's your one ad from me um and now back to your scheduled program Yes. The yes. problem with me, in, like when I'm sober in general, or you know, just in general, is I I'm not the biggest fan of combining friend groups because I know that every single one of my friend groups are all different people in their own way. Of course. Um, you know, at least for me, like I get along with them a certain way, but the thing is, like I tend to overthink every single friend that comes from everywhere because sometimes I just like overanalyze everyone by saying, Oh, this friend group is going to get along with this friend group because this, or this friend group won't get along with all of them because of this. And then it, it just get drives me into a frenzy. Um, and I, did I ever tell you about my, my going away party when I was um, in high school? Um, maybe vaguely. Yeah, so I had, I had a whole going, like going away party. Uh. I really didn't want it. <laughs> I, I really didn't want it like I, i'm just the type of person that when it comes to um, birthday celebrations or personal achievements i just want my family or a few people there like that's just the kind of person i am it, it's it's like it's so weird right you know yeah like i mean let, let, let's like i'm not like i there's nothing to like hide like i love attention like i think i think everyone in a way i think everyone in a way loves attention but when it comes to those kinds of personal achievements i don't I want to stray away from it I don't want to have a celebration just because of that you know like even if it's for my birthday it's super weird and you know one easy out of why I never want to do that is because every single time I always stress out about like are my friends going to get along with each other because they're so different and so I had this going away party at Dave and Buster's um oh god okay I said I wasn't gonna do any more ad reads but I just got the ESPN dinger um, that I have to draft, I have to draft somebody. So yes, I'm in the middle of a draft on the second dual monitor with Brandon right now. <laughs> so, um, so guys, I'm uh, this is my last pick. I'm gonna draft kicker Jake Elliott from the Philadelphia Eagles, and my draft team is done. Um, I mean, I, I didn't do too bad in this draft. Uh, it, I, I hope I do fine. And now back Bruh. to your scheduled programming. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I had this. I had this party at Dave and Buster's with my friends. Um, and it, wait, it is this ad really sponsored by Dave and Buster's? Or <laughs> I guess so now. <laughs> wow, look so at look, look at look at me saying that I'm not gonna like provide any more ads, but then you know all of a sudden, Dave and Buster's, you gotta check all of a sudden, out. it's going everywhere. So, 
Yeah, so I have a party there, and um, it, it it was about like a week and a week and a half, two weeks before I was gonna go to Arizona for college freshman year, and uh -huh. um, uh, my my mom and my my mom really wanted to do it, and you know, my mom was always telling me, "Look, you never have any sort of these celebrations for you, and like I've never been able to plan something for you, so like, can we just can we just do this? Can we just try it?" And I was like, "You know what? Might as well. Um, I'll just suck it up for one day, I guess." Um, but here, here's the thing. It turned out to be, it, it was still so much fun because I, I got to see all different, all of my friends like throughout um, my high school like life and throughout my childhood, they were all there. That was like awesome because I like, I don't necessarily see them all the time, but to see them there, like, you know, that just made me feel so thankful that like after all these years, like they're still the friends that I met when I first met them, you know? But then on top of that, like, I also worried, like, are these people going to mingle well? <laughs> oh, no, totally, totally. I worried so much. And then on top of that, I had to bounce between every single one of those friends because, you know, half of them, I see them all the time. And then half of them, I never see them. So I like also worried about maximizing my time with everybody. And that was impossible. I could not maximize my time with everybody. So I just had to really make the best of it. Um, I got out of it. I mean, it was fun, but it was so emotionally exhausting. Like, I'll, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, but yeah, that is something Captain Game Day would not do. Captain Game Day is like, you know, oh, I see this friend. Oh, I see that friend. Oh, this is my friends that I'm with. Let's all drink. <laughs> and, then after, and then afterwards, I like somehow drag Brandon to like the buff, get like trash can, make him do like yeah. a, make him do a car bomb. And then afterwards, you know, let's good night <laughs> really, yeah, you, really. You know, I know. Like, I'm, I'm always down to like send it or do whatever like <laughs> especially like this last year and whatnot uh -huh. um but go touching back like what you said earlier about the i guess the sober adrian and you know the mingling of friend groups and how, trying to balance all that yeah like i think the way that you're feeling is relatively normal between like anybody yeah. you know and even to an extent for myself like i definitely feel like the same way mm -hmm. um and i mean by that is like Obviously, I'm from Illinois, went to school at the U of A, and throughout my, like, years of going through U of A, like, I've noticed that my friends here in my hometown are so significantly different from the people that I met at the U of A. Right. In a way, it's like, I've always had those kind of, oh, those thoughts, like, oh, if they ever meet, will they mingle? And... Like, initially, like, I've always thought, like, oh, like, well, what do I do? What do I do? But, you know, having similar thoughts that you were having... But I think at the end of the day, dog, it's like, they're your friends, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm assuming because you guys, are, you are the conduit between both of those groups, I'm assuming there is at least some sort of general interest that both of the groups would enjoy, at least right. get along with. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't get along, I don't think it's necessarily like the biggest deal. No, as it, long it, as it really like, shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. Yeah, unless just, like uh, you get into some bickering stuff, like yeah. you know, but we sorry. Wait, can I say that on there? Can I say that? Wait, can what, I say what, that? Like, what was it? What? Don't don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Better say sorry, but oh man, oh. <laughs> uh. Will I get banned? Will I get banned if I say that? You know. <laughs> Will they cancel me? Will they, will they... I'll give you look. I'll give you. I'll give you a chance at the very end to uncancel yourself because the good thing about my podcast is that you know we don't like cancel culture because it doesn't allow. It doesn't give any sort of wiggle room for you to learn, and that's what happens when you're on my podcast because there's nothing to hide. As long as you admit your wrongdoing, that means you should be uncanceled because the only people that really matter at the end of the day 
are the people are your direct surroundings everyone else who sees you on a, f a superficial level suck my dick so um there so, you go <laughs> are you ever gonna have r kelly on this podcast and you know <laughs> let him play the i admit i, the I admit track for like two years ago so he can uncancel himself oh. <laughs> oh the thing is like that man oh <laughs> Bro, I'll be honest, like... Train wreck, man. Look, I I'm going to no, say no. I feel so bad every time I listen to a song by R. Kelly because they're so good. But, man, oh, it's, it's, that it's, is it's a great. horrible, horrible, Bro. like... A lot of horrible things have been done. Yeah, so... A lot of, like, that man has hurt a lot of people and, like, I... Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, like, quick tangent on R. Kelly, though, like... Yeah. I love... Obviously, you know me, like, I love R&B. Like that's right. one of my favorite genres to like that ever is. listen to. That is. So for me, like especially being from Chicago, R. Kelly is like the weirdest. Is a weird is a is a weird artist for me. It's like he's very controversial and the things that he's done, you know, and obviously he did these horrible things. But from a musical perspective, he was, you know, ungodly talented. Yeah. Not only you know, with like his regular discography, but I saw, I've seen, I saw R. Kelly in person when I was like 17 years old mm -hmm. in Chicago. Honestly, that was probably one of the best performances I've ever fucking seen. Like, I mean, ever. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. And you could see like, he gives his soul, like soul into it. Like literally it was probably like a 30 or 40 minute set of just straight R. Kelly. And you could see like the energy that he had, like, you would, I literally saw from like the nosebleeds, like the sweat dripping off of his face. Like he was hitting those high notes and all that shit. And he hit all the classics, like from, you know, Step in the Name of Love to I Believe I Can Fly to like oh, Space Jam. The more, yeah, the more clubby ones like Jam. Ignition or, you know, Hotel, you know, all that stuff. I like, mean, dude, Bump and Grind was also on like an American Pie movie too. So like that. Ooh that guy's culture also wasn't 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 um bump and grind on like without a paddle or something i think um, it was, I, I actually don't know well i, I actually I again know, like our to prove your point like r kelly's songs were in a lot of classic movies of us of our youth like yeah. that's the part that just hurts you know like a lot his music is culture but you know you don't want to ah <laughs> oh, god i it, it sucks man it just sucks. Yeah. Um, oh, R. Kelly. I don't know why I just thought about this with the whole cancel culture and R. Kelly. It reminds me of that one Boondocks episode. Oh, where Riley. R. Kelly. <laughs> you wanna you wanna tell everybody about that Boondocks episode? <laughs> I forgot. I watched it a long time ago, but I think the premise is, is like obviously R. Kelly's like going through this lawsuit and whatnot. Yeah. But then there's like a mob that tries to free R. Kelly and throughout like the whole episode they continue to like pile evidence that he's like guilty. Yeah. But because of like the peer pressure of the mob, you know, yeah. And then on top of that, him. yeah. No, because here here here's what happened. Cause I do remember that episode very well. Okay. And, like so R. Kelly, um I, I think it was actually based on an actual incident by him. He did he I think he peed on a kid. Or was it like a? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was he, like a. It was like a, a teen that was closer to eighteen. You know. I don't know what the exact details are. So that that something. was that was what it was based on. So basically, the the whole episode of R. Kelly was, you know, one side is agreeing with the law. You are you cannot you know have an affair 
or have any sort of like, you know, even consenting sexual relations with a person if you're underage. That is just a yeah. no, no, you don't do that, period. But um, the, the opposing mob, which was basically everybody, loves R. Kelly so much and loves his, R. Kelly's music so much that they found like all these twisted ways to justify why whatever he did should not be as bad as it was and like this is what like one of the characters riley freeman um said this and i quote and he said okay you see this video of him peeing on the ch peeing on the girl so if she didn't want it to happen wouldn't she have just moved away right and that like i remember like the thing is i wasn't around the internet when that first episode happened but i do remember that topic coming up once again and I remember a lot of people were just actually split by it. There's people that like genuinely believe that like, oh yeah, Riley Freeman was right. Like, why didn't she just move out of the way? And then, you know, the person with common sense is just like, yes, but it is underage. No, no. <laughs> see, see, you know what I mean? So it was just crazy. I think that, I think that show even left an ambiguous ending. Um, you know, it, it was just, it was just so weird. I don't know. I don't know why like that show left the ending ambiguous, but you know, it, it sparked conversation for sure. <laughs> That's the crazy thing, man. Like, yeah, shit, man, <laughs> shit, man. To be honest, like, I would love to talk about this conversation more, but because like this is like a podcast, I don't want like the things that we say based on this topic to be like, you know, like cut and be like, oh, Captain Game Day said this about you know oh, statutory my. rape or some shit like that. You know what I mean? No, but definitely like, like, look, has, like the point. Look, you my, look my stance on it. No, no, that oh, I, definitely. I'm definitely just like reiterating the episode, but like, man, guys, don't do that, please. Don't, um, oh, yeah. don't, don't normalize yeah. it. Don't, um, you know, be accepting of it. No, uh, just say no, no. Um, Box. yeah. So uh, God, what, what were we talking about before this? <laughs> oh no, man. We just been going on a tangent, but I mean, that, that's uh, what, that's what happens on these episodes all the time. You go on a tangent <laughs> and i mean usually like usually i get away like the moment i go on a tangent i usually like just say like the mock ads but then yeah. like we but then we we basically finished up all of that by by this yeah. point so like that's just not gonna happen anymore and speaking of that we spoke about the boondocks like that's another one man like <laughs> dude this is just like all of our conversations and whatnot. it's just like, like all over the place at this point um and i guess to continue on to that um you want to explain um what a 23 and a half ounce hangover is oh um you're referring to the very first night we went out right yes was that the is the very first second night? no this is the no this is the night when i texted you i was like yo are you going out tonight or like what are you up to Ooh, because you were the, uh, you were one of the only people that were here that were down to drink and then everybody else like wasn't you know free at the time but then you just happened to be free because i think i saw you i think i saw you going out with other people um the nights before so i was like wait you're here I mean, let's just, we should just go out like eventually. Right. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I took your word on that. I hit you up. And then, you know, we bonded over Shoreline Mafia that first night. Yeah. Shoreline Mafia, yeah. yeah. That was when you and I found out that we both liked Shoreline Mafia. And I was like, I had like such an LA boner because like a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people outside of LA, I still, I still do. I, I have a, such a massive Los Angeles boner. Everybody Bruh. knows that. That's an understatement, <laughs> you know, but so yeah, Brent, I hit him up and we were going to go out. And then Brandon was like, yo, so what are you drinking? And I was like, dude, I'm just going to pregame with Four loco, No biggie. Um, yeah. And I was like, 
you know, because obviously, like, I didn't know Andrew. Obviously, like, again, going back to the previous story that I just, like, said, like, 20 minutes ago. So I knew that Adrian, I, like, knew, obviously, knew Adrian, blah, 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 and I knew they partied a lot. But when he mentioned that, I was like, okay, like, sure, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I guess this guy's about it. I mean, I didn't know, you know? Because <laughs> to my knowledge, because like I said, I knew Adrian through Chris. To my knowledge, Chris isn't that big of a drinker. Like, yeah, he, like, parties. But I've never seen him go, like, balls to the wall where he, like, you know, be doing, like, Four Locos or, like, Jaeger bombs and all that <laughs> other shit or, like, AMFs. So for me, you know, noticing Adrian do that, it kind of definitely, like, like, you know, hit me with those small heads and I was like, okay, like, Let's do it. Then. Let's You're do it. like, damn, this is Chris's little prospect. <laughs> like, yeah, damn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so how, how'd the rest of the night go? You want to tell everybody else, like, the rest Jeez. of the night, at least in your perspective? Because it was a blur Honestly, to me, but I, I remember. I can't there. remember much. So, oh, man. <laughs> shit. Actually, hold up. Let me look at my phone. I, my, I probably took pictures that night. So, so no, we had, a, we had a lot of snaps, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell oh, you at yeah. least, like, what I remember. So what day I, was that? It was last year. It was around like August, mm. like mid mid to late August. Um, okay, let me go look and see. What no, I that have. was like the week before school. That was like a week and a week and a half to two weeks before school started because we both were in Tucson for summer school. No, 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 we weren't in Tucson for summer school. I just had to move in by August one, so that's why yeah. I was there. And then I basically had like three weeks to chill. Let's see. Um, so it's no, not. Right. So on my Ooh. end, like the way the way the night went is can I say a small job? Yeah, what's up? So I'm looking through my memories, right? Uh-huh. And um I see like a picture of us two, and it's like a you know, like when you save your story or like yeah. save a bunch of snaps. Yeah. Oh actually no, this is actually a screen recording from Chris's end. Um it's it's a picture stop. of me and you, and then oh, the God. next video I see is the infamous video. The rodeo? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, does we're that not person, Does that person know about this? No. They, uh, we're not. We're not. We're not mentioning the rodeo ever again, dude. <laughs> I, I, I still, I still to this day like refuse to even see a clip of how embarrassing that was. Like that. Was... <laughs> no, but honestly, I turned, I turned your guys' heads that night. You were like, "Wait a minute!" That's surprise! I didn't think. It was <laughs> It's like, but, yeah, because like I said, I barely knew you. I like only knew you for like a few months at that point. So yeah, like, you did. So you're, right. you're, no, well, besides, no, but the thing is besides that, um, besides the office party, like we did <laughs> party much after that. Yeah. You know, that's basically, Let's... that was the only party that I went with you. Like it was the, it was the um, office party after that. Like we didn't even go out to the bars just to get like a drink or something, you know? Yeah. Let's see. Um, but, um, yeah, so in my on my end, like how the night went is okay. twenty three and a half ounce hangover is a four loco. That is the that is apparently I looked up the ounces of like how much is in a four loco and it's twenty three okay. and a half ounces. So um I, I went ahead to go and pregame that, finish it because you know the, the couple like I think um it was around April I actually pregame that with Ben Murray and Christine. If y'all are listening okay. to this, kids like you're in this pod, I I shout you out. You guys were the ones who actually suggested, "Hey, let's go, let's go pregame this." So we uh, did, and it worked for me. But the thing is, the difference between that night and then um, the night that I went out with Brandon is that I only drank half of the four loco that night. With Brandon, I just sent the whole thing. 
all 23 and a half ounces i just went sent down to my bloodstream and then after that it was just a good night sweet prince so yeah. uh, I'll go ahead and continue afterward. I don't even know where we went first. I really don't know. Um, so I what I recall was, so we did that. We like, that's what we were talking about. So I remember we went back to my place. We were playing Shoreline Mafia and that's how we started bonding. I was like, oh, like, you know about Shoreline? And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I'm on Twilight, blah, blah, blah. Did we hit uni we, first? I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm trying to look at my phone right now. Because I just know, like, I towards remember, the end, of, I just know towards the end of the night, like, we were in downtown, but I don't remember when, like, which part of the night we went to downtown. I think we did. We, I think we all I remember is that we went downtown. I think we went to Congress first. Really? And I know that we ended the night at Playground okay. because I remember taking this, taking the snap to Chris. It's been like, um, it was like, do you think the most like it was like the infinity war joke about the crossovers the like crossovers yeah, yeah, yeah. just crossovers yeah. like a picture of us too yeah because obviously you didn't know like that we like talked you know after that and then i remember it was the infamous like trash can snap like where i like hugged the trash can no remember but that? like no, no no but like that wasn't that was another night god that was another was night that? we drank no we we didn't go to the buff until second semester no 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 not the trash can like the drink but like oh, me an actual the trash garbage, can? Like me hugging the garbage can. What? I don't remember like, that. <laughs> I do not uh, remember so, that. Okay, so oh, I don't remember man. that night. But oh, man. I was trying to be pretty facetious and just be like, oh, like with my ex-girlfriend. And then it's like a, me hugging like a trash can with like, a drink in my hand. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I took the, you remember taking, you don't took that photo. I need to but, look I mean, I, maybe I need to look at it because I don't remember that. Also, yes. like, can you send me that photo so that, like, it goes on the page? <laughs> okay, yeah, let me go look for it. Look, <laughs> That's got to go it. on the page, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, all the, all, like, the weird – oh, here it is. So – Show the screen. <laughs> so it's not that – I don't have the actual trash can photo. I think Chris has it. But oh, here's, like, the um, – really Here's, like, the infamous, that. like, photo that you can kind of see. Oh, it. that is the one. Oh, yeah. man. You know what? Send me yeah. that. Send me that. Send, Send me that. that. I got you. I got you. Send yeah, me that, please. Your snap. But <laughs> that date was August 17th of 2019. So That was like basically a week before school started. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, almost like like a year ago, that, you know, because yeah, that is wow. September. It's yeah. over a year, man. That's crazy. It doesn't even feel like that. It, like, it, that's terrifying. Oh, my God. Hey, man, I'm like yeah. we're both in our respective homes now, man. Like that's, yeah, that's man. oh yeah, god. Man. Um, but we yeah, so so this is what I remember from the rest of the night. I, oh, I don't gosh. remember. I don't remember if we went to uni first. I don't remember if we went to downtown first. I don't know if you went to uni at all. <laughs> for all for all yeah. we know, but I just remember Bren was like saying, "Oh, dude, I know all these like hidden places in downtown that like we the most people couldn't find." Um, oh, because we, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that Pop Rock shot. The Pop Rock shot. Um, oh, no, yeah. then what, what was that? What was that little, like, secret? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, um, I remember. So, the first bar I took you was the R bar. It's this little small bar that's, like, right behind Funky Monk, right next to Rialto. It's, like, super, super small. You know, yeah. it has, like, that cowboy kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's I took you there. 
uh, mainly because I knew from what I knew, understood, and like what she told me, it's like you only met it's like one of the more popular bars where there's like Funky Mom. Congress. Oh, and I like, also specifically told you that I I have not like ventured through downtown enough, and I didn't know anybody who could like venture me through there. Yes, yes. And then so. the other like because like when when I went with Scotty like before I like went out with you, we we stayed in Congress, and then we ended up not leaving because like we just didn't we just wanted to stay there. Um, so we didn't get to venture downtown that night. So I told you like, look, I I've only gone like Congress, like let's go there too. And the afterwards you're like, no man, I know the places in downtown. So you showed me around. I just don't remember where exactly everything yeah. is now. So like, we I never there. went back to those places until like after that, because I don't remember it. <laughs> don't. Yeah. So that was the first place too. our bar. There's nothing really special about that bar. Like, to be honest, it's more just a small like dive that you know you can get drinks at, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously right behind Funky Month. There's nothing too crazy. But the other bar, it's called High Wire, I think. That's the one. And okay, okay, that's the one. Yeah, I so at least w- remember that one. So yeah, if you go plat forever's listening to this, if you went to the U of A or you know, live in Tucson. Yeah. So it's right past if you're driving on Congress, you know past the Rialto, past Hotel, past Playground. If you go past Playground right right before, I think the street is Scott with um, the Cobra Arcade, you take like a left into the alley and there's just like this little like, I guess, plaza area right. and the bar is called High Wire. So the reason I know about that was because I lived in Tucson for the past like three, four years and Obviously, you know, when you live in a college town, typically your friends that aren't, that go to the same school with you leave in the summer. So yeah. when I was working, like my coworkers at Discount Tire would show me around and like show me all these new little bars. So my homie Albert, you know, to T-Loke, took me to those bars. He was like, oh, like, you know, their big thing here is that they have this thing called a chamoy, chamoy shot. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's called a chamoy shot. Maybe. But really what it is, imagine like an alcohol dumpling to put it simply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I don't what know if you was. remember that. It's no, like, it is like a soup dumpling because they were in they were in the soups yeah. the soup spoons. Yeah, so like it is that like was a so soup unique, man. Dumpling. It was crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It like has a weird taste to it. Like it's not like traditional shots, like it's not like a whiskey or like a tequila. They're like mixed like things. Yeah. I think the one we had that night was like it also a even has like hair thing. yeah. It also even has like a gelatin um, texture to it too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, that only tells you how dangerous that is because, <laughs> and then no, and then what helped is that there were pop rocks, so that like made it that like gave the sensation of it being a, like potentially addicting. Yeah. So that I, I'm glad that we only had one because like I, I it would have been. Did you have one? I only had one. Yeah, we only had one. That makes sense. I probably, because the bar itself isn't that cool. Like, it's really, really small and really crowded. You so specifically that, that night, night told me that, that people mainly go here for that and then leave. Yeah, at least. <laughs> you told me that. Hours. So people just go there, they take it, and they fucking leave. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we did. Wait, did we also go to the Cobra that night? I think we might have. Oh, man, no, no, yeah, we did. We did, did. We go to Cobra, then play Piwire, then Playground, I think? Yeah, we went to, I think we we chilled at Cobra first because um, okay. we, we didn't want to get too crazy at the arcade. Yeah. I think we, we tried playing a little bit of games and then like, we just couldn't do it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that because you wore, like, the, gu- the Guile shirt. 
So I was like, oh, like you want to go like yeah, I did wear Street Fighter. No, and so, then and then that was like the the moment that I got embarrassed that I was wearing that Guile shirt because, like, I mean, I'm not even that good at Street Fighter. I've played it, I you know, I played it throughout my lifetime, but I was never good at it. I just button mashed that game the whole time, and then I was I had a Guile T-shirt from Uniqlo. Um, God, oh, and like I got smacked by this guy. <laughs> understatement like it, it to be it was fair though to be fair though i'm not that great the only reason why i was able to smack him because going back to like the whole um co-workers you know t-looks they're really good at street fighter so i oh. even get my ass kicked and so you learned from like, them like, yeah like, i learned i like learned moves to like <laughs> kick other people's asses but, like, well, there you go like, i'm like a medium-sized fish in a pond you know <laughs> if that yeah, and then I, I also do remember the rest of that night is that after we went to Cobra, we had all those different drinks. The night basically ended at Congress when we were on the hip-hop floor because I was like, yo, I didn't even get to go on this floor before. And then, like, you know, once the strobe lights, you know, start to feel like you're watching yourself in third person, like, yeah. you know that sensation? Like, it's done. You're done. Like, good night. <laughs> um yeah eventful very eventful first night hanging out with brandon then you know after that like he and i never looked back like you know and you know the thing is i didn't even like i didn't get to go out as much with him um because you know his schedule was super busy him being in a like physiology and then you know me being in a whole nother major that is not as you know rigorous as his but i promise you every single yes, night that, every man. single night or even time or like day or 6 a.m. we would go like out it was always quality yeah you want to tell everybody about sending the buff at 6 a.m. yeah so sending opening the buff specifically opening so the opening the, oh, the buff so this was um the most recent semester so spring of 2020 and it was cold and that morning dude yeah so adrian cold. obviously like i got a lot closer you know we like talk every day whatever so adrian was telling me about the buffet which is a really small bar like right off fourth and i've never been but i've heard like multiple things about it about sending the buff and you talked to me about it on how you sent the buff with your one friend i think she's from alabama i think it's lily mississippi oh mississippi Mississippi. yeah yeah yeah. so you told me you were telling me about that one day Uh and I forgot why it came up, but you were just like, yo, like, you want to go, like, send them off one of these days? And I'm like, well, to be fair, like, most of these classes this semester, like, don't really matter. Yeah. So, sure, I'll go. Yeah, so no, no here, here's what it was. Because the thing is, like, I yeah. remember specifically saying, like, if I'm going to open the buff for the first time, it's got to be with you. So, because, hey, like. you never opened the buff before? No, I never opened the buff before you. Like, because the thing is, like, mm-hmm. Lily would always tell me that, you know, she opened the buff because she was on TV. Really? So I was like, Damn. you know what, I, I got to do it with Brandon. Like, you know, that is, that's got to be the first time I go there. Right, I, I swear man, to God. Man. Or like, I, dude, I don't even know. Like, I, I swear to God, Lily, watch Lily be listening to this and she's going to be like, bud, <laughs> you first opened with me. And I, God, I, I don't even remember. I, I don't think, I don't think I was your first. I think. I know you. I, that's the first time I've ever opened the buff. No, I think the thing is, like, I've, been to, I've been to the buff, but I never opened it. And I don't, God, I don't even remember who I opened the buff with first. <laughs> I really don't. So maybe, maybe it wasn't that fun. Like, who knows? Okay, so for, so for the sake of this episode, let's like, let's say that it was you. Let's pretend that like you're the person okay. that I wanted to open the buff yeah. with. So I, I remember the intention being like, okay, if you 
if you were going to go to the buff for the, if you're going to open the buff for the first time, like, Hey, I'll be there with you for that. Let, let's do that. Um, we opened yeah. it and then was it, and then like another different time we, um, like we autographed, we autographed the doors, right? Yeah, we did. We did we autograph the doors, but that wasn't the first time we went there. That was the, like the second, that third was like the second time. time. We went. Yeah. No, man, it was so. good. Like we went there and like, we thought it was going to be like as crazy as it was, but then now it was chill. We were hanging out with whatever characters existed in there. <laughs> it, it was so Facts. funny. Um, Facts. God, coffee and Bailey's man. I, I, I need that again. I really do. <laughs> to be honest, I was actually really surprised you did it. I forgot how, because we were like pondering about that whole idea for like a good two, three weeks at that point. Yeah, we were like, man, is it, is this smart? <laughs> yeah, and you literally did it. I didn't have class, I think, but you literally did it on a day that you had work at the union. No, so it was that? only, it was honestly only like somewhat convenient for me because I like, regardless, I, I'm so used to waking up early. Like sometimes a little bit too early. And then what I end up doing before I go shower is just like scroll through my phone at like 6 a.m. Exactly at 6 a.m. And then just wait until like what, 6.30 till I feel comfortably to go to the shower and then walk to work. So, you know, that morning, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad for me to wake up. So I did. Um, and yeah, that we, we went to the buff that day. It was cool. Um, and right. then afterwards, Brandon and I was like, no, we got to go again. We got to go like open this a couple, a couple more times before we like, we actually graduate. But Sadly, man, that didn't happen. Like COVID. Man. COVID. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. We, we were talking about that too. Like, cause we our I believe our initial plan at the time was to open like the buff before our graduation day or yeah. like do it in sequences. Like I was like, telling yeah. you, I was, like honestly, dude, like, my dad, if my dad, whenever he comes down for graduation, he'd totally be about it. Mm-hmm. So like, why would you just like get one of your parents and we'll, we'll send it like. <laughs> oh you know, yeah. My, my, par- my, my parents would love that. Mostly my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly my mom. Um, yeah, dude, like coffee, coffee and Bailey's. I remember, cause I remember Trent was telling me and that he, Jack and Dell and Bridget all went to the buff, opened it. I think okay. one of them got a trash can. They were just like, bro, this is just not a good idea. And then Dell was the one that was like, yeah, I, well, I got a coffee and Bailey's and that like was amazing. So I took Dell's word for that. And, you know, when I went with you, I was like, okay, let's get coffee and Bailey's. Like this is, it was good. It'll give like a, you know, it wouldn't get you drunk, but it would give you a good kick to start your day. You know, Definitely. a little bit, a little bit of that elk. And then, you know, with some nice coffee with it. And then, like, the day was great, man. It was, it was awesome. Oh, for real, man. For real. Like, I yeah. dude, I did not crash that day. <laughs> I did not crash that day. I just, like, pummeled through the day. And I think I went out again <laughs> late later that night. <laughs> yeah, Thursday, like, Thursday. Just, like, just like every Thursday, man. <laughs> yeah, um, man, shit. Yeah, what, so what is your favorite alcoholic drink at a bar? in tucson at a bar in tucson hmm yeah your favorite alcoholic drink that you could specifically only get i guess in like tucson area or drinks oh so like a very like specialty of the yeah bar? especially like or just drinks in general like our you know <sighs> all right i'm gonna sound like so i guess i guess basic because i don't really get super other than like the trash can i don't really get a lot of other specialty drinks yeah um like maybe amfs here and there but every bar has that every bar to has honest, when I go to the bar 
to be honest, when I go to a bar, like I usually just get Miller Lights or like some sort of mixed drink, whether it be like a whiskey and Coke. Like you're a sipper. You're a sipper. Yeah, I'm a sipper. You know it is. So I mean, yeah, I was gonna say like mine is a mine is a trash can. Um, They are good. Or green tea shots specifically at Chove's. Really? Yeah. Really? Dude, green tea shots watered down though. No, they're. I still thought they were pretty gas though. Like they they were good. Yeah. I mean, no, right. you're, not, you're not crazy about the green tea shots. So I mean, I think it's good. I mean, but I don't know. Something, nothing about it, like really, like oh, I have to get this. Yeah. You know. It's I think the, I like, think the main reason why I was able to like really, 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 really like it is because um, it was on a tailgate Saturday. Really? Lots of great things happened on a tailgate Saturday, and then um, my buddy, my buddy Jack Flynn. You're, I know you're listening to this, man. Shout out Jack Flynn. He bought me a green tea shot and he was like, you never had a green tea shot here? And I was like, uh, no. He was like, bro, it's the real deal out here. And then he bought me a green tea shot. Like he bought me and Dell a green tea shot. We had our green tea shots and I was like, wait, yo, 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 this is good. (laughs) Like it was so good that it felt like a chaser for the rest of the drinks that we had throughout the day. (laughs) Dude, honestly, one of the biggest things I regret during my time with the U of A is I never went to tailgate. Like never. (sighs) I think I never it, went. it's because it's because of you have to study all the time, right? It's not even that. It's like I was always just so busy. So freshman year, I went to like I went to no pool parties on Saturdays. Like uh-huh. I don't know why. I, never I didn't went. do that either, though. I think mainly my freshman year because I was partying so hard like on Friday, like Friday night and Thursday night. Like I just didn't want to get up on Saturday. Yeah, you didn't think so about Saturdays. Sophomore year. I went like a couple times, but none of my friends at the time were like really super, super into it. Yeah. You know, and in my recollection, like my my sophomore year, so your freshman year, it kind of died down. So my freshman year, I'd always see both like at the hub or at um, Levels, which is Soul and Luna, which they used to be called that. Oh, I didn't know it used to be called Levels. That's cool. Yeah, it was called Levels. It's, it's called Soul and Luna, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's Soul and Luna now, but I never knew it was called Levels. That's so, yeah, so it used to be called Levels when I was there, but it switched, like, after, like, your freshman year. So people at Levels or, you know, the Sugar Shack, like, things of that nature. Well, <laughs> obviously, I'm not I'm, – I'm a, I'm a G, whatever you want to call it. So I've never gotten to the Sugar Shack. Wait, what? Um, okay, I, I've always heard about that. But I don't even remember. Like, so what was that? What was that affiliation? The Sugar Shack. Yeah. So the Sugar Shack, to my knowledge, it's this small house that's off of, I believe it's off Euclid, and one of the streets facing, one of the streets, um, east. Yeah, east. So, like, on the side of, like, the U of A and not, like, right. towards downtown. So, it's a really – it's a small house. It's, like, kind of secluded. And to my knowledge, it changes, like, hands every year. So, every year, like, a different fraternity owns the house. Oh, so I guess This is what I heard. So, obviously, whoever's watching this, if they have more knowledge, like, I'm yeah, not – please let us expert know. on this. Please yeah, let I'm not us expert know. on here. This is what <laughs> I heard. So basically, it's a house in which the landlord knows that, you know, all these fraternities are using throw these parties and the neighbors all know, whatever. I don't know how the logistics or how the hell they fucking agree to that shit. You know, it's beyond me. But, you know, so it changes hands every year and every fraternity 
owns that house. Right. And I guess what it is, it's really just a party house. There's like a pool in the back. There's this big ass yard with a bunch of speakers. And yeah, it's really just a party. I mean, there's nothing else I could say. It's like, it's really wild. Like people be jumping off the roof into the pool and stuff like that. <laughs> so basically um, like every party that um, every movie has depicted of college. Oh, totally. That is totally. what happened at the Sugar Shack. Facts, facts, oh, facts. And I only saw like snaps of my friends like that went there, but you know, they like knew people in the Sugar Shack. And you know, like how fraternities are, it's like, oh, unless like, you know, somebody, you know, you yeah. can't be like a friend of a friend, the kind of ordeal, or, you know, if you're like a big star, like athlete or some shit like that, you know? Oh, of course. That's really just that. Oh, man, so, they always got the perks for that one. Oh, of course, of course. So that's that. Um, it's a really, it's really popular. I've always seen it. It's like really fucking wild. Yeah, you know, everything you want in a pool party. So, <laughs> what are you gonna say? You see, the thing that. is, like, I never, I never actually went to those pool parties at, at all, or like ever, because I didn't have friends really? like for then my first three years that lived in those places for them to be like, "Yo, come check it out," you know. Um, yeah. And and on top of that, like, I was in band freshman year, and th- God, that was so much fun. Like, I had my own fun like through band really? that way. So, yeah, so I had like, I had like my own like fun college experience with band. Like, what what we did is like, you know, we we went to band practice in the mornings before games and then we do like for our tailgates like we would perform for like the rest of the u of a you know we just do our traditions and then we do our walk and then after the games like that's when um that's when the parties would be like we'd be just tired as hell like we'd get ready like go back to our respective homes and then go party after the game and it was so much fun um, yeah but then, like, parties, man. i remember I, I also do remember like between like my sophomore and junior year like those were the times where i didn't go out like at all really because, yeah because you remember my, my sophomore year i just drowned in like everything um like, Bro, i didn't know you back then man i didn't meet you yeah. till i didn't meet you till your third year yeah you oh, God, yeah. End of, like end of third year yeah it was like the end so, of third year dude oh my goodness yeah. that's crazy so, so all oh, this, like, boy. I didn't know. Like, I obviously had no idea. Again, you know, Chris was my homie. Like, I knew you through him. Yeah. But... You know what? Here, like, this is what happened. So sophomore year, I was in the middle of um, – I was in the middle of just, you know, the the very intro physio, and I was struggling. Uh-huh. I was struggling beyond um, I was supposed to because physio 2-1, people are always just like, yeah, that's just the intro to physio. That's, like, when physio, like, at first is very fun for everybody. Cause it's like the very beginning, you know, it'll get you the, ju- it'll give you the motivation and the creative juices to flow uh, within you before you get to the parts that's hard. And then I struggled so much with that while like a lot of my other classmates were just like, Hey man, this is so much fun. Like, blah, 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 blah. No, I was struggling, man. I, I had, I had the hardest time in that um, class. Um, and then I also had like Hem 152 did horribly in that. Um, Jared Igmanoba, Jay, I never listened to it. Um, you carried me through that. You were a huge part of like the beginning of my sophomore year. Um, and then you see you too. Like I met you that year and then look where we're at now, Baba. So <laughs> shout out to those two. Um, yeah, man. yeah, dude, I was, oh, no, I was struggling that year. I was struggling. Um, I questioned if I was a dumb person. Seriously. I, cause, because I, I, I like worked so hard and did everything I can and even like got tutors to help me out. And have to pay. 
<laughs> ads. And like that, yeah, ads. And that didn't help me at all. You know, after all the different kinds of help that I would like, I, I sought out for, it didn't do much for me. Um, and I was also like really scared to have to think about changing my major as well, because um, for a very long time, my, my mind was too set of wanting to become a physical therapist to the point that like, I really had zero backup. You know, it was really scary for me to just think about, okay, if I switch, then what am I going to do? You know, but is it better to, is it better to, you know, stick within a major knowing that you're going to hate it? and like have to, you know, keep retrying and retrying even, even after so many different like study methods you go through, even after paying for so many different tutors and, you know, even like attending so many different study groups, is it worth staying in that struggling for a very long time or, you know, go to a major that, you know, was definitely better suited for the way I thought you know, and on top of that, you know, maybe just deal with the fact that like, you may not know what your career is yet, you know? So I, I decided the latter, like I, that's when I decided I had to switch to public health because I sat in like a public health lecture on my own time. And, you know, within that time I was like, man, this is, I really appreciate the way they frame your thinking about healthcare in this major. So ultimately that's what made me switch to public health. And like, I, I never turned back. I fell in love with the major you know, and, and that's how I ended up doing so much better with that. And then on top of that, like, I, I just had, like, other bullshit that, you know, happened my sophomore year, you know, you know. Um, so she belongs to the streets. Is that over? All right, future. All right, future. <laughs> And on no, and on like, this and on this, like the little street, the little street, the little street, the actual like concrete ro- asphalt road. Yes, the calzada. Yeah, <laughs> calzada. That means street. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I think that's okay because I know calzada is street in Tagalog, but I'm pretty sure it's also Spanish. <laughs> I think it's calle. I think C A L L E street in Spanish. Calle. I get. I think so, man. Yeah. My Dude, Spanish okay. Is like where is that? Where is the gospel of future quote? Can you like? Where is that again? The Do you gospel, have it? You want to read it? Yeah. Probably. Read. Okay. Read the gospel of future. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I. Let me see you have if it I saved. Have it. Um, I don't think I have it. I think it might be. In, I can just Google it to be honest. The it's gospel in my library of, of memes. future. <laughs> the gospel of future. I'm so groovy. Uh, I got uh, power. <laughs> I'm so groovy. I got power. Fuck up some comments, yeah. Twenty five. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is yeah. It's actually, it's actually a copy pasta. It's actually a copy. It's a copy pasta. Yeah, cool. and it's on no your meme. <laughs> so it's legit. It's a legit meme. Okay. Be right. careful with what you might say. <laughs> so Brandon right, quotes, right. Brandon quotes right, and from just to work, just to be, just to be clear to everybody <laughs> listening. He is quoting a copy pasta from the interweb. He yes. did not say this out of his own vain heart. <laughs> yeah. So I will quote this gospel according to the prophet Nidavius Damon Wilburn, aka Future, <laughs> aka Pluto, aka 
Super Future, aka Hendrix. All Who's those. Young Scooter? Do you remember who Young Scooter was? Did I think he... that's a. I think that's a YSL affiliate. Affiliate. And nobody. So. And nobody fucking with Scooter. And nobody <laughs> fucking with Scott. All right, yeah. Thirties in the city moving slow. Right. <laughs> Chapter one. I gotta get the glasses. I gotta get the glasses. Yeah. I gotta get the glasses. I gotta get the hand motion here. Gotta make this legit. All right. No, no, no. We gotta start by saying the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Send. <laughs> holy Send. Holy Send. <laughs> I dedicate this. Um, I dedicate this paragraph to Sexual Curry. Your previous episode. Your previous episode. Yeah. Your previous uh, yes. episode. Sexual Curry. Shout out know. Michelle Shalot. Exactly. That is exactly. He already knows what's stage up. name <laughs> season. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I also gotta send this out to um, Chris Christopher Aguilar. Uh, Yassin, Yassin as well as Carlos, you know, they really out here like that. <laughs> so, the gospel according to future. All right. Chapter one. Let us pray. Let us pray, my brothers. <laughs> my brothers. From the, street... <laughs> <laughs> From the streets did she emerge, and to the street she will return. And I say unto you, she is for the streets. So be not wary when she must return from when she came. And the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So this chapter, my brothers and sisters, don't be wary if your king or your queen is from the streets. For they must return from whence they came. Don't be hung up on these fuckboys or these hoes that ain't ain't yours, dog. You know, don't place them number one if you ain't even number two. Because you do that, they're gonna hit you with the number two and go find somebody else. So yeah, he's don't saying do that, you, boys. He's saying when he hits you with the number two, that means you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know what it is. You ain't so. shit, buddy. <laughs> But you yeah, know what? You I, know what? You know what, brother Brandon? That was absolutely beautiful. You know, I, I thank you so much for sharing that on our platform. <laughs> and I would like to take this time for you to extend upon your other successes by, on this portion of the show, on I open this greatly to all of my guests. Okay. You now have the floor to uncancel yourself. Uncancel myself. How would hmm. you like to do that? Because on my platform. You are allowed to learn and grow and mostly grow more. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I need canceled for anything. Maybe they're going to cancel me for this. But <laughs> honestly, like, maybe for that, maybe for what I just did, like, oh. 10 seconds ago. But honestly, man, like, in my perspective, I, I don't know what I'm going to be canceled for. But if they cancel me, you know, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, and, and that's okay because at this point in our lives, the only thing that we should allow other people, other important people to do is for them to have the opportunity to grow because a lot of people are, have no access on opportunities to grow. 
<laughs> dude i feel like i feel like that i feel like a, a host on like fucking pbs at like nine o'clock at night like you know those PBS. late those specifically those late night pbs shows <laughs> no i i stopped watching pbs like after dragon tales after dragon <laughs> what? Tales off, I stopped but you didn't watching. watch arthur you don't watch cyber chase you don't watch between cyber the lines Okay. okay, Cyber Chase is mid. Let's be real. Cyber Chase Cyber it was is like, weird. It was good, but it was the most mid show of all those classics. Yeah. Arthur, yes. I mean, didn't really care too much for, for it. Clifford, Clifford the Big Red Dog. I mean, it's okay. Oh, Teletubbies. Oh, what? Teletubbies, I mean, it's that so was cool. cool, I guess. That was an like, trip, dude. Yeah, for real. Teletubbies is an acid trip. I don't know. I think... Yeah, Dragon Tales is probably the, the best show on that on that best show on PBS Kids. Shoot, if anyone dude. wants, wait, do you got polls on here? Because polls? you need to get polls. Yeah, we'll get some polls later. Like, we'll, we'll I'll have a poll ready for when this episode okay. drops. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll have okay. a poll ready. Can I, can I put this out there? Yeah, okay. For sure. So my first poll is: What is the goat PBS cartoon show? Is it Cyber Chase? Is it you know? Dragon Tales, Arthur. Is it the Teletubbies? Let us know. No, for me, it's then, Arthur. Let us know. I will have a poll ready for this when, when the episode drops. But, um, yeah. My take is Arthur. What is yours? For PBS? I don't know, man. Like, I think they're all okay, I guess. Like, I don't know how – I couldn't say one was, like, heads above the other. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of like – it's kind of like – it's like the Lakers bench, dog. Like they're all kind of like okay. Dude, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Dude, I already have. Like, okay. I already I mean, have chronic like... hypertension of how inconsistent this team is. I do not need you to be the underlying cause of you know actual cardiovascular disease. I do not need you to look at me right now. Look at me. I'm I'm stressed again. Bruh, you probably, you probably, you probably, your blood pressure probably raises by like five points every every time you see Danny Green shoot open three. <laughs> Dude, it feels like living CPR. Like, oh my god. <laughs> bruh, bruh. Every time I every time I see Danny Green in the corner, and he shoots the three. I always think he's gonna make it, but he always breaks the shit out. I'm like, stop shooting. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Man, more that. I mean, I know Tucson is a growing population, but literally his bricks could have, like, you know, tripled the population of Tucson. Like, seriously. All the homes come. Jesus, Lord. For oh, real, God. for real. No, man, that that just traumatized me. Oh, yeah. You guys, he's probably, you think he's, he's probably, wait, how many, how many, what's his contract right now for the Lakers? Is he only on a one year? I thought it was two. Oh, damn. Might awesome. have been, it, it's like, it's one or two, um, but it's, one or two years too long, you know, just based Shit. on what I'm seeing, you know. I, I feel bad for the guy because he 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 was so like he He's was a perfect Toronto. he was a perfect role player for the Spurs and for the um Raptors. Yeah. But for the Lakers in the playoffs. But the thing is like he wasn't even like horrible like throughout the season. He did his part enough. But like when it matters most, which is now and you also are playing for you know the most impatient fan base in the nba facts like and that that sucks i i feel i feel like it's i feel like it's the fact that like he wears the lakers um you know logo on his jersey 
because like I don't know there, there's a lot about like this team in general that you know they 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 bring the brand of the Lakers a little bit too much to the players and like you could either take that or not you know and I feel like that's why a lot of a lot of players tend to not be successful with us you know historically um but I mean that's just the name of the game when you got you know the second highest amount of championships in the league you know so facts facts man sucks dude um yeah yeah, so on this on this um topic of the nba um as we close this episode i would like you to recite the brandon ingram analogy one more time oh yes yes the brandon ingram analogy the the brandon ingram analogy and then also you know maybe explain a little bit of you know why that makes sense at least we don't have to dive deep we don't have to dive deep into why it was said I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that, I actually that. miss. I actually miss you saying that. I really do. No, I remember. At, like I remember at some point it was like, man, this is another. It's another commercial. It's the same commercial <laughs> coming in and out again. But like, no, man, I actually really do miss. Um, miss you, you saying that a lot. You know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. So yeah. then, yeah, like the multiple people coming in asking me. Anyway, the Ben Ingram analogy. So, quick backstory, like how I like developed it. Not trying to get into nitty gritty of the details, but I was going through some shit. I was going through some shit, whatever, whatever. And I guess this brand of anger analogy kind of comes back to self, self like confidence and finding what fits for you. So, you know, imagine yourself, you're Brandon Ingram, you know, think about it. Like maybe your confidence isn't all the way there. You have the skills and the assets. Maybe you're not in the right system, whatever. But basically, go out there and find your pellet, find your pelicans. You know, yeah. maybe the Lakers want to roll with Kuz. Let them be, because at the end of the day, you have to understand your value. So basically, just like, yo, I'm Brandon Ingram. I'm gonna go find my pelicans, and that's yeah. really just that. And that doesn't really always come down to strictly. It can go down to anything, whether it be your friendships, your relationships relationships or your you know professional life or even academics you know be confident with who you are as a person and you might not have all the right skills or the right environment that's around i.e brand ingram you know force when playing over with lebron has to really be more of a spot up shooter when you know he has the ability to create shots whatever right you know just because you're in a system now doesn't mean you can't flourish somewhere else. And just because, let's say, said system chooses somebody else over here, you, it shouldn't kill your confidence and make you back down from that. It just make you continue to get better and better. Because at the end of the day, you know, that job and that friend, that person, or that professor, they rolled with somebody else. At the day, you can just be like, yo, I got what I got. I'm thriving and I'm in a better situation, you know, about it. So whatever, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, dude. And, you know, as we, as we, you know, near the end of this episode, this is why, you know, whatever Brandon said here, this is why I, he was such an integral part of my senior year and the very end of my college, because he, he would find many different ways to, um, you know, enhance my self-confidence when I'm like really at my lowest. And in, in such a, a very, very unique way. And, you know, 
I think you got like all, all the friends that exist in your life, like please surround yourselves with, you know, people that will only encourage you and not be a hindrance to you, even though you may feel like you're a hindrance to them because you're, you're struggling, you know, during a, some certain point in time and they have to listen to you all the time. A real friend is not gonna, you know, make that be an issue. A, a real friend at the end of the day is always going to continue to listen to whatever you have to say and then always find ways to lift you up no matter what. And this, of course, and that is why, you know, Brandon is super important to me. Like he was there for me, like, yeah. and, and a lot of other people were there for me too. Yeah. But, However. you know, Brandon also um, happens to be one of those people at like perfect timing to tell me like the right things. No, you, you, you found ways you, oh, you just, like the way life worked. It, you at certain points in time happen to be the one that like, you know, I guess God pushed me to, you know, God pushed me to be like, you know what, like find a way to make time for Brandon today. And then Thanks, every, every single time I did, like you were, you only lifted me up. Um, and you know, pe I, I want more and more people to see the value in you and, and other people. Oh, thanks, man. You know? I really do appreciate that, man. But yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, likewise to you, man. Like, obviously, I know this past semester, and again, not going too much into it, I had my own struggles. And likewise for Adrian, you know, you know, although I was lifting, you know, him up, as he just said, you know, previously, he did the same thing for me. You know, he was there when I needed it. And that's really the thing of a true friend. And I think one thing that he touched on that I think people need to understand is that a friend, yes, they lift you up, but sometimes friends have to tell you the things that you might not want to hear. Because if a friend is just lifting you up and being your yes man, be like, yeah, you could do that, 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 then that's not really your true friend. They're really just telling you things that they want you to hear. Yeah. You know, for example, good example, back to sports, Antonio Brown, wilding out, doing all that bullshit. <laughs> And literally all his friends are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, that IG video where he's like kicking his baby mama out of the house, like saying some shit. And the guy's like right next to him like, yeah, yeah. Like egging that shit on. Like, nah, 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 nah. No. Have a friend that holds you accountable, that wants you to get better every single day. And that really does care about you, you know? Yeah. And good friends are hard to come by. So, you know, always try to stay in connection, you know? Think about it. we live in 2020 there's so many forms of social media you know and avenues to contact somebody and trust me a text sends it's like a minute if that like go send out just connect with people and connect with your friends and keep your friends close share something with a friend that you know exactly. remind, you know you, you know the, the thing that's therapeutic about this podcast to me and i mentioned this to brandon prior to the episode is that you know, so far this podcast has only done, um, you know, it's done more than I expected because one, I get to talk to, I get to talk to y'all. That's yeah. one thing. But then throughout the episode, I also refer my experiences and, you know, memories based on whatever an old friend was a part of. And that podcast just really helped me reach out to them too. So, you know, hopping off of what Brandon said, you know, go ahead and do that. You know, even if you see a piece of whatever, something in the in the sky and it reminded you of when you know your old roommate and you probably had a good time reach out to them say hey look i saw this as stupid as it sounds and as as cheesy and as cliche as it sounds please do that it, it goes a long way it seriously does yeah. and um 
you know, I know Brandon right now is like super far from me and it's unfortunate that like he's, he's not as close, you know, to me by physical distance, but you know, I know this guy's always going to be here. That's why I was course, really, really happy to have him as a guest and yeah. all power to you, my guy. Any, any yeah. last words before we're done? So for good. Um, Damn, no, you had a, I feel like you had a lot of last words. <laughs> no, like, you, you know what it is. Like, no, you. No, you. No, you. We're always just like, oh, last words. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, Input but this. that's a good point that you brought. I got to hop oh, off yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a detail. It's like a, it's like a classroom discussion post. Like, yeah, I agree with what they said because of this. Yeah, yeah. I really like this point that she made based on this. <laughs> it's literally just reiterating the same thing that the person said. It's like, oh, no, you, I like this no, you. A, B, and C. And you're like, wait a second. Okay, C, B, and A, we're all good at points. <laughs> and you yeah. literally just say the same point. And then A plus B plus c (laughs) (laughs) for sure man for sure all right but for real last words last words um again adrian thank you for having me on it's been a pleasure and you know i'm excited for the next episode and that's really just that you know go out there and to the guests out there like we said earlier you know be brandon ingram go find your pelicans and keep shooting for the skies yeah um you know Oh God! I thought God, I, I, just, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say something smart, but it, like you know that just definitely backfired. Pretty much, you know, live in the moment. Just because you feel stuck right now, especially in a pandemic, does not mean that you're gonna you're, you're not gonna be able to find something that that will be that will be beneficial to you in the future. Be active, however that may be. You know, just be active. However, reach out to a friend. Those people will lift you up. And one last time, now I'm gonna end it. This is your captain speaking. Thanks for flying. Stay that way. See you guys.